You're now listening to a Word for Deliverance podcast with Pastor Leonard D. Cochran of A Place of Refuge Noonan. A Place of Refuge Noonan is located in the city of Noonan, Georgia. To stay better connected with us for more exclusive information and updates, download our church app, A Place of Refuge Noonan, or visit our church website at apor-noonan.org. Now, let's join in for today's message. To what God is saying, and I certainly appreciate a congregation that uh, loves hearing from God. Jeremiah 2 Let's notice verse number 13. Jeremiah 2 and verse 13. Notice what Jeremiah said. For or the Lord says this through Jeremiah the prophet. For my people have committed two evils. I'm reading out the New King James Version. God says through Jeremiah. For my people have committed Two evils. They have forsaken me. The fountain of living waters. And hewn themselves cisterns. Broken cisterns. That can hold no water. God said my people have committed two evils. One, they have forsaken me. And God reveals through Jeremiah who he is to his people. He said, I am the fountain of living waters. Meaning that God was Israel's as well as Judah's source of salvation. He was their source of salvation. He was their source for deliverance. He was their source for protection. He was their source for prosperity. Notice again, he said, they have forsaken me, the fountain, or again, the source of living water. This water is eternal. And so when it comes to deliverance, protection, and prosperity, For his children, it also is eternal and never ending. But again, notice that Israel had committed these two evils. Drop down with me to verse 26. Notice what the Bible said. As the thief is ashamed when he is found out. Come on. Thief is ashamed when he is exposed, when he's caught. Come on, how many know a thief will steal from you and be grinning and laughing when he feels he got away? Woo, yes, a word in now. And see, sometimes at God, people, we doing what we shouldn't be doing, but we thinking we getting, we getting away. Nobody sees me. Nobody really knows that I really don't pray at the house they don't they don't see me nobody actually knows all of the hatred that i have bottled up in inside of me but as the thief is ashamed when he is found out 
so is the house of Israel ashamed. They and their kings and their princes and their priests and their prophets. Now notice this because remember what he said that they hewned out for themselves cisterns that could hold the water. And so they tried to replace God. But see, everybody can be replaced but God. Come on. No matter how great you are, if you decide not to do right, every one of us can be replaced. Now watch this with someone better. But when it comes to God, you can put something before him. But what you put before him will never be better than him. Oh, come on here, somebody. Somebody done tried it and, and you found out the hard way that God cannot be replaced with anything that's better than him. Are you with me? I'm talking to you. And so when they hewed out themselves, these cisterns, it's a portrait of Israel becoming idol worshipers. They put what they could do before what God could do for them. Listen, and anytime you put a person or a thing before God, that person, that thing becomes your idol. And it will never do for you woo, what God can do. I'm already teaching. I said it can never do. When you make a job your idol, your job can never bless you like God can bless you. Oh, if they gave you a 100 hours a week overtime, it still couldn't bless you like God blesses you. But yet Israel wanted to replace God. And so here he makes it more plainer that it's idol worship. No, 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 no. Notice how confused Israel became in verse 27, saying to a tree, you are my father. Paul talked about how they worship the creature more than the creator. So you got to understand what God is saying through Jeremiah. God made the tree, not for man to worship the tree. But man has fallen so low that he's saying to a tree, you are my father. To a stone, you gave birth to me. See, God had blessed them, but now they've given the credit to a tree, to a stone. Mm, Y'all know how we were back in the day. I'm trying to move on. But when something good happened, we, we gave the credit to our rabbit's feet. To our four-leaf clover. To our horoscope. Well, it said this was the week of the Geminis. And I have had myself a good week. Thank God I'm a Gemini. You know this our week. What you mean? Ain't you a Gemini too? Yeah. Oh, this our week. See, we laughing, but it ain't really nothing to. There can be some humor in it when we look back at how silly we was. <laughs> uh, but notice this. For they have turned their back to me and not their face 
See, turning the face to God was a symbol, an act of worship. But they turned their back to God. Woo, remember he said in earlier that they, they, they had forsook him. But in the time of their trouble, they will say, arise and save us. But notice verse 28. But where are your gods that you have made for yourselves? Let them arise. In other words, God said, let them save you. Listen, because this is important in understanding the subject. Because I'm going to have to work with the subject this morning. Israel as a whole was not to the point to where in their mind they had completely forsaken God. No, no, no. You have to really understand when you study the scripture, Israel was always to the point. Of wanting God when they wanted him. Wanting him when they needed him. Are, are, are you feeling me? But always playing around with idols. And so Israel became before God. What they never should have became. That being. They became. Phony. Come on. I'm going to use that word. I'm just they, 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 they became phony. They became. People who when it came to. Being true worshipers. Listen. Israel was just. Faking. But see, the world has a term that should never get in the mind of the mindset of God's people. Should never get in the attitude of the behavior of children of God. The world says, fake it till you make it. But see, God says, either you true worshipers or you're not worshipers at all. And so when it comes to God, he teaches a lesson, which is our subject. Look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, the subject this morning, you can't fake it till you make it. Mm, look at somebody else and tell him or her, you can't fake it until you make it. Tell somebody either you're real or you're caught this morning being a phony. Let's give him a hand to praise. Y'all let me work with it. Let's give him a, let's give him a thunderous hand of praise this morning. Israel and Judah. Had become fakers or pretenders. 
But then they were pretending to be something that in actuality they was not. That is true worshipers. And some folk would get caught up in faking it. Just pretending until it works out. I'm just pretending until it gets better. But see, through Jeremiah, God was going to raise up a true prophet to speak to his people or to deal strongly with his people. Let's notice something about Jeremiah. Let's, let, let, let's notice back in Jeremiah 1. Let, let's notice something this morning about the prophet Jeremiah. Notice Jeremiah 1. Let's back it all the way up to verse number 4. Let's learn something about Jeremiah. Jeremiah 1 and verse 4. Then the word of the Lord came to me saying, Before I formed you, in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you. I ordained you a prophet to the nations. Then I said, oh, Lord God, behold, I cannot speak, for I am a youth. But the Lord said to me, do not say I am a youth. For you shall go to all to whom I send you. And whatever I command you, you shall speak. Come on here, somebody. Do not be afraid of their faces. For I am with you to deliver you, says the Lord. The name Jeremiah means... Jehovah or Jehovah has appointed. He has appointed. Notice that God says to Jeremiah in the fifth verse that I have ordained you. Jeremiah, I have appointed you to speak on my behalf. For a prophet speaks the mind of God for the present as well as the future. Listen, a prophet speaks the mind of God for the near future as well as the distant future. But what I want us to receive about Jeremiah is that again he was ordained by God. You say, Pastor, why are you stressing that? Because that makes all the difference. I said that makes all of the difference. Jeremiah was not self-ordained. He was not, if you will, man-ordained. But Jeremiah was God-ordained. Let me break it down. Because, see, no man can ordain or sanction anything in the earth realm that God has not sanctioned or ordained in the heavens. 
And see, once God appoints a man or gives him an assignment, then God is going to give that man what he needs to say. Y'all better listen to me. And what the man of God says has the capability of dealing with God's people's heart even when they're in a place where their heart is hard. Come on. I know we often talk about how the world has a hard heart towards God. But if we would be honest, there are people that set up in the church, yet their heart is hard toward hearing, watch, and doing the word of God. But notice that Jeremiah has to be warned by God that you're going to speak what I command you. And you are not going to be afraid of their faces. You know what he's warning Jeremiah? That there are going to be times that my people are not going to desire to hear what I have put in you to say. And isn't that sad? I didn't get no response. I think I got one up here, Brother Rotten. He closed to me, so I heard him. But but isn't that sad? When we get to the point as people of God that we no longer desire to hear what it is that God has to say. Especially when he starts dealing with our sins. Come on. You want a church to get quiet? Start dealing with that which people really don't want to talk about. Am I right about that? But notice that he tells them that they committed two evils. Two evils you have committed. Number one, you have forsaken God. You have abandoned, you have left the most high. The one who could do for you what no other can do. Number two, you have became idol worshipers. You have became idol worshipers. Mm. But see again, don't miss it. Israel wanted to play God. They wanted to use God. We'll call you when we need you. We'll seek after you when there's no other alternative. We'll come before you when we can't do it ourselves. Or when there's nobody else willing to do it. Then we'll come. We'll come when we get in a hard place. Come on. See, you got saints, they don't pray until something get to going on in their, in their body. Now you're praying, but, but see, you, you, you're fearful. You're scared of what's, of what's happening in, in your body. And so, and so it's got you praying. But, but can I be honest? You should have been a committed prayer warrior while everything was wonderful. In your body. See, see, I'm telling you, folk don't like this type of preaching, but it's real. It's real. You can't put God on the back burner and say to God, I'll praise you if you do what I want you to do. But if you don't do what I think should be done, then I will withhold my praise. 
Come on, even up in your house, I will come and act sedity. I will come and I'll act pretty up in your house. And I'll refuse to give you the glory, the honor, the praise that is so due unto your name. Whoa, I'm preaching hard up here. But God forbid that I should ever get so high, so important that I forget who raised me up. That I forget from whence come my blessings. God forbid that I should give man the credit for what you see up here today. Because this is a God thing. Oh, I wish I had somebody to help me preach it this morning. I wish I had a couple of folk that recognize about your life. This is a God thing. This is a God doing. This is... I dare you to give him a praise for a few seconds like, like you dare not take the credit. You, you can't give it to your mama. You can't give it to your job. You can't give it to your bank account. Some of y'all ain't praising, but it wasn't your doctor that healed you. It wasn't your lawyer that worked it out. You better give God the praise that is due unto his name. For it is him giving you strength even when the doctor don't know where your strength is coming from. Oh, give him a praise. 30 more seconds. 30 more seconds. Let somebody know you don't know what he done for me. Let him know it's personal this morning with me. Oh, y'all ain't clapping the way you need to. You better praise him. Like you ain't always ate a steak. You better praise him. You better remember the fine bologna days. You better praise him. You ain't always drove what you're driving. You ain't always live where you... Be seated, be seated, be seated. And as you're being seated, look at somebody and shout, show it right. Are you a product of God? Are you a product of God? Or are you a product of man? Let me say it again as plain as I know how. This right here is God's doing. I'm trying to move on. But what I messed up. Only through God was I able to clean it up from the flow up. And see, now I'm blessed. But I know my source. I'm teaching right. When folk walk out. I know my source. Be seated. Because sometimes man will get to tripping. And man will get to acting like he your source. Like without him, you can't do nothing. But I come to tell you that God is my source. The psalmist said, I will look from which cometh my, my help. My help, my help comes from 
be seated. But Israel neglected to act like they knew where their help came from. And they started faking it. See, you can fool man. See, to man it appears that you clapping. But you can fool man. It appears as if you praise him. But sometimes we guilty of faking it. Getting that worldly saying. Listen, not only in our mindset, but in our attitude. Woo! It ain't enough just to come to church. Come on, because you can come to church and you can sing and fake it. You can pray and fake it. You can shout and And sadly, you can speak in tongues, but you fake it. That's right. They ain't always moved by all of the tongue talking. Because some of your greatest tongue talkers are your biggest devil walkers. You and God are still close. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Just acting like you walking with him in the cool of the day. Yeah, me and God, we tight. Yeah. God is my everything. We tight. Before I take a step, I got to know God is with me. But see, this morning... God is saying something different. God is saying to some folk, we not as close as you like to pretend we are. Because after all, I see you when nobody else sees you. Quiet house. I said a quiet house. Notice verse 26. Jeremiah then uses the example of a thief. In Jeremiah 2 and 26. He said as the thief is ashamed when he is found out. So is the house of Israel ashamed. God says, I will expose you. Come on. God said, I will expose you. Can, can, can I deal with it? God said, I will, I will lay you open. The old saints used to say it like this. He will snatch 
You hiding up under that cover. And gave me my money and I don't know when. And you just hide. Don't give me the praise like I deserve. But God will lay you open. He will first expose you to you. Come on. I said, come on. Y'all know my word. Come on. That means get with me. See, a lot of times, even before God talked to the preacher, he'll talk to you. So that when the preacher gets to preaching, even though it's hidden, you can't shout hallelujah the way you want to, but you know it's of God because he's been talking to you. You better break that one down, Pastor. Yeah, God will tell you, I don't like the way you pray. You told me if I bless you, you'll be a giver. I've been noticing what you've been I don't like your giving. Now hold up, preacher. Whatever we can give him should be good enough. Well, you better go tell that to Cain because what Cain brought to him, he rejected it. I said he rejected it. Now we'll take it and we'll count it. And we will deposit it. But it don't mean that God accepted it. Not the way he blessed you. See, he'll deal with you. I don't like the way you treat your brothers and your sisters. As if you better than them. He'll talk to you. Am I right? Go back to verse 4. Because he's dealing with them through, through Jeremiah. Like he's dealing with us through, through me this morning. And he's, he's, to me this is often, as you turn to Jeremiah 4, to me this is often the second level of how God exposes us. Can y'all can y'all just can y'all just feel me what, what what I'm saying? See, he gives a word where he's exposing his people. But everybody don't really know in totality who's getting laid open. But when you don't listen, when he talks to you personally, you don't listen when he talked to you through the prophet. Then he'll lay you open before everybody. And everyone is going to see that you were not as anointed 
as they thought you were. Now, see, it's sad when it happened because when it happened, you, folks would be saying stuff like, and I was asking her to pray for me. She was my prayer partner. Man, I looked at the way he dressed and I had him up here. And see, God is not limited in who he'll lay open. Come on. God will lay a fake preacher open. He'll snatch the cover off of a so-called apostle or a bishop, and he'll expose them for who they are. Jeremiah 2, verse 4. Are y'all listening? You better be. Listen, now listen. I say you better be because of this right here. Jeremiah 2 and 4. Hear the word of the Lord. Hear the word of who? Hear the word of who? Jeremiah finna cut him. But it ain't me cutting. Hear the word of the Lord. Hear the word of the Lord. Hear what the Lord is saying. Understand what the Lord is thinking. Jeremiah 3.15. For I will give you pastors, the shepherds, according to my heart. Come on. Who will feed you with what? Knowledge and what? Understand. Jeremiah said, hear what the word of the Lord Hear the word of the Lord, O house of Jacob, and all the families of the house of Israel. Thus says the Lord. Now listen, I go and talk to them through Jeremiah. What injustice have your fathers found in me that they have gone far from me and have followed idols and have become idolaters listen what God asked them what injustice have your fathers found in me that they have gone notice what he said far from me and have followed idols and have become idol worshippers God is asking them in what way have I wronged you? What evil have I done to you? That you have gone far from me and are now worshiping idols. Ooh. Look at your neighbor and ask your neighbor, how has God wronged you? Look at somebody else and say, how has God wronged you? Look at somebody else and say, what injustices have he committed 
against you. And see, in the church, we going to act like none, Pastor. You're good, good, Father. Come on. That's what we're going to say in church. He, he, he'll good, good, Father. But are we telling the truth? Have you ever got mad at God? Have you ever felt like when you looked at your life and then you looked at the life of somebody? Have it ever caused you? <laughs> to just get a little bit upset with it. Not not enough to tell him off. <laughs> Just enough to give him an attitude. For you be surprised at people who come to church, but secretly they're mad at God. He didn't do what they wanted him to do. When they wanted him to do it. How they wanted him to do it. The psalmist said, I almost slipped. When I saw the prosperity of the way. It's quiet. That's the reason I got to lay into it. Because see, this stuff, you don't really, you don't really talk about this. You don't greet nobody at church. They, Praise the Lord. For what? <laughs> you ain't going to do that. Folk going to look at you up in there like you done lost your. Good God been good. Oh, he good all the time and all the time. God is good. But see, when you get to feeling some type way about God, Sometimes even without really knowing it, you start drawing back. Not as committed as you used to be. You used to pray over all your food. Bless a pack of crackers. 
Father, bless these crackers in the name of Jesus. Praying over a sneaker. Y'all laughing. You didn't make no decisions until you prayed. But when you start having an attitude with it, you start drawing back. Little by little, you're drawing back. Tell you, neighbor, the problem with drawing back is there's there no way to draw back without something taking the place of the one you're drawing back from. Now all your happiness is determined by how your spouse treats you. Because you've made them your God. Now you have decided that you're just going to live through your children. And so now they come before God. I'm just dealing with it. That's all I'm doing. I'm I'm, I'm just dealing with it. Because I've been there. All this praying. Don't seem like nothing. Start drawing back. See, there are folks in here this morning. You're drawing back. Look at Isaiah. Boy, you could, you could hear a pen drop. I, if I had a pen, I, I'd drop it up here. Isaiah 57. Isaiah 57. Y'all stay with me. I'm in, I'm in the clothes. Isaiah 57. Isaiah 57. Listen, listen. Isaiah 57. Isaiah 57. Woo-wee. Look at Isaiah 57. Is this word dealing with anybody? Is this word dealing with anybody? Isaiah 57. Verse 13. Look what he says. When you cry out. Let your collection of idols deliver you. But the wind will carry them all away. A breath will take them. What is he saying? Your idols who you are going to look to. For your source of deliverance is powerless. 
Tell somebody, nobody, but nobody can do you like Jesus. Mm, y'all didn't say it like you mean to tell somebody, can't nobody, but nobody do you like Jesus. Now turn it around and tell somebody, can't nobody, but nobody do me like Jesus. How many times do idols have to fail us before we realize that I can't put nothing before him? Because whenever you start faking it, whenever you start pretending, Listen, you are bringing or inviting a curse upon your life. Did y'all hear that? That's strong talk. I said, that's strong talk. Why do I say you're going to invite a curse? Because listen what he says. Listen what God said. And tell me this person that he's referring to is not cursed. Isaiah 57, 13, when you cry out. Let your collection of idols deliver you. Let them help you. Let them save you. Oh, I'm I'm on. You always putting your family before me. Let your family help you. Let your job do it. See, whenever God says to a people that he's no longer going to help them, you cursed. Because If God won't help me, I said, if God won't help me, it ain't nothing man can do for me. Not if he places a curse on me like this. I got to get rid of clothes because I don't know how much more of this y'all can take. Because see, God is exposing those who are faking. He's telling you to your face that me and you, we not like this. Not only are we not like this, but I'm angry because we are no longer like this. But one thing God knows better than anybody, 
is that when you go from being like this to like this to like this, God know one day you're going to need. You're going to need me. You're going to need me. That's what God, God you going to need me. You faking it right now, but you're going to need me. You putting on right now, but you're going to need me. You being phony right now, but you're going to need me. You better tell somebody, God talking in the house. Woo, look at somebody say, God talking in the house. Something better change today. I said something better change today. Those of you that you and God are not like this no more, you better get back to being. I thought y'all were going to help me. I thought somebody was going to help me right there. You better tell somebody it's time. It's past time to get back close with God. Oh, I need you to preach that to somebody. Tell me it's time to get back close. Oh, tell your name. I'm talking real close. Get all up against him. Get all in him. Get. See, this is a warning. See, when Israel hewned out their broken sisters, they thought they was able to do for themselves what God was doing. But God said, no, 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 because you leaking. Anytime you faking, you linking. Anytime you pretending, you leaking. And what he revealed to Israel is that nobody can do for you what I can do. Because I was to you a fountain of living. Order. And no matter what you try to do to replace me, I cannot be replaced. Woo, talk to us, God, with anybody better or anything better. Nobody going to do you like God. Nobody going to be there in the thick, the thin. I'm trying to close, but ain't nobody going to have your back, your front, your side. That's what I found out over the years. But notice what he says as I close. In Isaiah 53 and 13, when you cry out, let your collection of idols deliver you. But the wind will carry them all away. A breath will take them. But he who trusts in me shall possess the land. And shall inherit my holy mountain. Tell your neighbor when you learn to stop faking it. I'll tell somebody when you learn that you can't fake it until you make it. And you get back to trusting him. How you been taught to trust him. Shout to him something good going to happen. 
shout to somebody something good about to happen. Oh, I dare you to pronounce it over yourself and say something good about to happen. Because me and God about to get back close. I'm about to get back to praying like a... Is this word for anybody? Do you feel that something good about to happen? Y'all ain't feeling the way I want you to feel. Sit down. Listen, listen what I'm telling you. BC, BC, listen what I'm telling you. I mean something that you've been trying to make happen because you stopped faking, because you stopped putting on, acting like you were believing God when you were doubting, when you stopped faking. God say, come back to me. Come back and I'll do it for you. Come back to me and I'll make it work for you. Come back and I'll heal you. Come back and I'll deliver you. Come back and I'll make you whole again. Come back and I'll pay it off. Come back to me and I'll make you debt free. I'm trying to... Look at somebody still sitting down acting like they don't get it. Say, you don't get it? You don't get it? Look at somebody sitting down and say, you still faking it? You still... You say, Pastor, why are you saying that? Because God looking for a response this morning. He don't care how you're feeling in your body. He's looking for you to show that, hey, I hear you, Master. Look at three people telling me and God finna get close again. Oh, tell some more folk, me and God. Finna get close again. Finna start back worshiping. Until I feel his presence. Finna get back to fasting. Like I can't do it without him. Finna get back to crying out. Late in the midnight hour. Folks at the house looking for me. But they can't find me. Because I done returned. Back to my secret place. I'm getting back in the closet. Y'all keep pretending. Keep faking if you want to. But me and God finna get back close. Because what I need him to do, you can't do. What I need him to do, mama can't do. Can I preach it up in here? Whoa! You about to get your miracle. You about to get your miracle. I'm talking what God saying. Say, you about to get your miracle. God say, Pastor, tell her I see her. I'm about to give her her miracle. Tell him I see him. And I'm about to give him his. I'm about to put him back in his place. I'm about to call him from the back of the line. And I'm about to say to him, you ain't faking no more. Come on to the front of the. One scripture and I'm done. Jeremiah 17, we're done. Jeremiah 17. Jeremiah 17. See, he calling for somebody to come back. That's what he was using Jeremiah to say to folk. Hey, stop thinking. Just, just come back. Just return to me. Lord, who are you? The fountain of living water. Let me show you what's going to happen in your life. And let me show you what will never stop happening in your life. If you stop faking it. If you get back close with God. The way you used to be. Jeremiah 17. 
Lord, no, I do my blessed to close in time. But see, have anybody ever just been in love with somebody until you fell out of love? Y'all talked every day. Y'all don't remember that. Didn't want to stop talking. I love you. I love you too. I'm sleeping. Me too. Well, i talk to you tomorrow. Okay. I love you. I love you too. You hang up. You hang up first. I remember the first time I thought I was in love. Me and the girl just slept on the phone. We didn't even hang up. I didn't. I don't know what she did. She say she did. Just, oh, just, we ain't going to hang up. Just lay the phone down. Just want to feel like it's still close to But see, God says, listen, ain't no you y'all looking at dumb. I say, this was it. I'm going all the way back before junior high. Some of y'all still looking at dumb. She know this before her. She done had her other two. She just don't need to talk about them. <laughs> but she listen. But she listen. Listen. See, God want that and more. David said, oh, I long for you. My soul long for you in a dry and a thirst. See, when your soul thirsty, Ain't nobody got that kind of water but God. The woman at the well found out after husband, after husband, man, after man, you better listen, sister. But Jesus told if you had that water, you wouldn't thirst no more, woman. If you drink of this water, sister, you won't put all of your being into having a man. But you're going to do it as long as you fake it. Well, see, I'm going to show you the life that I'm living. Jeremiah 17. Remember, he's that water. Jeremiah 17, verse number 7. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose hope is in the Lord. Talk to us, Jeremiah. What are he going to be like? For he shall be like a tree. For he shall be like a tree planted by the waters which spreads out its roots by the river. See, the river is the source of water. The tree is planted by the river. Its roots are divinely connected to water. I can't let nothing separate.
separate me from my water. Who spreads out his roots by the river and will not fear when heat comes. But his leaf will be green. Heat is here. Which normally dries the leaf, causes them to be brown, causes them to die and wither, but not this tree. Not this tree. Even when the heat come, its leaf going to remain green. That's when I tell the folk, recession or no recession. High gas, low gas. Y'all better help me. Y'all better help me. Democrat, Republic, y'all better help. I'll preach up in here. Bonus or no bonus? 401k, no 401k. When God is your source, He telling you it don't matter. What happened in your life? You going to stay green. I feel it, Deacon Hill. I feel it. How's it marked up? How's it marked down? But see, for a child of God, it don't matter. It don't matter. You're going to stay green. And will not be anxious or worried in the year of drought. When everybody else drying up out here. You show up at the wedding looking good. See, see, listen, I'm done right here. Nor will cease. See, when you connect it, when you and God are close again, he said you never going to stop yielding fruit. Tell you, maybe this is a lifetime of productivity. I'm done. I'm done. We pray that you are blessed by today's message. Be sure to listen and share other messages available through our podcast outreach. We thank you for all of your past, present, and future support for our ministry. And remember, Jesus is a refuge.